Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic and the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David. And this week, we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit. Um, took kind of a long break for a couple of weeks. And last week, we kind of had like a, a rapid fire FAQ style kind of video. So this, uh, or not video, episode rather. Um, this week, I kind of want to shift uh, some thinking a little bit. So... I won't say all, but certainly um, a lot of the content on Magic in the Moon has been geared towards like beginners and novice practitioners and things. I think that's wonderful. And I think that because starting a journey in witchcraft can be so confusing and it's hard to know where to look and what to look for. And it's so hard to understand how to differentiate good, valid information from just random nonsense, um, things like that. So... I really enjoy creating content for that. Um, it's the content I wish someone had given me when I was just starting out on this path. Um, with that being said, though, this episode is going to be a little bit different because I've noticed that there's a lot of content out there for beginners um, with varying levels of reliability, I will say. But there's a lot of content out there for beginners and not so much for kind of the intermediate people um you know i think a lot of people are probably in this situation where they're not a newcomer anymore they're not a baby witch anymore i don't even like saying baby witch but people do um you know they they understand the basics of spell casting they understand the basics of protection you know they have an altar set up and have for a while they have their daily practices they do they've been a witch for a minute now but they don't necessarily feel really proficient um, in a particular area, or maybe they don't know if they're advanced yet, but they know they're not new either. And I want to kind of make an episode addressing people that feel like they're in that situation. So what I want to talk about first is we're going to kind of break this down into sections is how do you know if you are no longer a beginner? And that's kind of a nuanced question. But I think it's an important question to ask ourselves, not just with witchcraft or spirituality, but with anything in our lives, is how do we know whether or not we're a beginner? Um, I do want to say that whether or not you are a beginner at something, and this is not witchcraft, this is just life, um, always have the attitude of learning. Always have the attitude of that there's more out there for you to learn and discover. That there's always something new that you can understand more. There's always something new that you can learn Never think that you're above taking in new information. Never think that you're above correction. Never think that you know all there is to know. Because when we have those attitudes and we become arrogant, then that is going to kind of set us down um, a bad path. So regardless if, if you started today or if you've been doing this for years and years, always have the attitude that there's more for you to learn. Secondly, to address the actual question, how do you know if you are no longer a beginner? I think that it's not that cut and dry. Um, I don't think it's just either you're a beginner or you're not because many, many things are encompassed in the broad term of witchcraft. So maybe you've been calling yourself a witch for a few years now, and maybe you're really good at some stuff. You're really good at cleansing and protection. Um, you can read tarot like a pro. You have a great relationship with spirits, but maybe spell casting is not really your thing. 
um, and you struggle with that, or maybe you know you don't know a whole lot about herbs or crystals, for example. So in that situation, it's not particularly black and white whether or not you're a beginner, because there's some things that you are skilled at and proficient at, and there are some things that you're less knowledgeable about, and that's okay, and that's normal. Um, because in life, outside of spirituality, that's how we are with everything. There's going to be some things that we're really confident in that we can do really well, and we've done it for a long time. And there's some stuff that we don't know that much about, or we're struggling to get a hang, uh, get the hang of it. So, I think we kind of need to remove ourselves from this all-or-nothing type of thinking of either I'm a newcomer or I'm not, because it's not really that simple. Um, I, I'll, I'll use myself for an example. Like I have been reading tarot professionally for over a year. Um, and before that, I studied and was formally taught Kabbalistic tarot for many years, and I'm really confident in it. Um, I'm very confident in spirit work and divination and working with, you know, spirits of the dead and mediumship. And I feel like my relationship and my devotional attitudes towards spirits and things is really confident and solid. But you know what? Spellcasting it's not my strong suit. There are some spells that I, you know, I do really consistently and the ones that I am repetitive with, I feel good about doing them, but I'm really not the best at like casting spells and knowing what situation calls for what kind of spell. Um, you know, if I have something pointing me in the right direction, I can make it work, but it's an area that I would like to grow in. And I think that um, we all have those things where, you know, we have our strong suits and we have our weaker points too. So it's not quite as all or nothing of just either you're a beginner or you're not, or that you're a beginner for this X amount of time, but then suddenly you hit this point where you're not a beginner anymore because we're always going to be proficient at something or some things, and we're always going to have more to learn about some things. We're always going to struggle more so with some things than others. So rather than kind of categorizing yourself um, as being a beginner or not being a beginner, take a moment and kind of do an inventory for yourself and think, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? Because think about it, witchcraft encompasses so many things, working with herbs and minerals, crystals, um, any form of divination, if that's like tarot and oracle cards or scrying or runes or, you know, anything like that, um, you know, cleansing and protection, there's spell work, there's, you know, banishing and protecting, there's, um, the more kind of religious devotional side of like, if you're devoted to, you know, some deities or spirits. So think about those things. What are you good at? What do you feel solid about? And then what do you think maybe you could improve upon? And then go from there, because that's going to be kind of the determining factor of not just, am I a beginner or am I not a beginner anymore? It's going to be, what am I proficient at? And what am I confident in? And what about my practice do I think needs um, to be ironed out a little bit more? And I think that's the first step. Um, and the second thing I want to say about this is it's okay to be in the middle. Um, and I think because of the way that witchcraft is trending online right now and, and the way it has been for the last few years or so, we kind of tend to think that like as witches, we're supposed to just hit this point where like we know everything there is to know and we're like teaching online classes and we're speaking at events and we're like going to publish and write some like witchcraft books and things like that. And like, and if that's in the cards for you and if that's like what you want and that's feasible for you to do, awesome, do that. But with that being said, that is not like the benchmark of being a good witch. 
um you don't have to like be a published witchcraft author you don't have to have like you know a trending instagram account about witchcraft you don't have to blow up on tiktok to have made it if that makes sense um because this is a personal journey and it's different for everyone so don't kind of have these landmarks for yourself that you don't need to have again if you want to and you like if that's your goal then yeah go for it of course if you want to be you know a published witchcraft author go for that work on that if you want to have like a really um you know influential like social media presence in the witchcraft world go for that i'm not saying not to i'm just saying don't hold up those people that do those things and say that that's the standard because for one thing you can be popular on the internet and not be a good witch <laughs> um I don't know if any of you have spent very much time on witch talk, but there's a lot of people on there who have, you know, really popular videos. They have hundreds of thousands of views and followers and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And that's not to put them down or make anyone feel like bad or ashamed, but that's just to show you that like you can be popular and well-known, but that doesn't mean that you're good. That doesn't mean that you're talented. That doesn't mean that you know what you're doing and that you're qualified. Um, and the same thing too, like there are published authors, there are witchcraft books out there that are terrible. There are terrible books. Um, there, like, there are some really, really bad like witchcraft 101 books out there. So just because you're a published author doesn't mean that you are a good witch either. So rather than comparing ourselves to these people or these authors or influencers or whatever, just focus on yourself and your own path. Don't compare yourself to other people and just think about, I'm really good at this, but I want to be better at this thing. What do I do next? Um, and let's put that into practical examples. Like again, for me, like spellcasting, you know, I've been slowly getting better about it. I wouldn't say that it's like one of my greatest strengths, but something that I am really good at is like my devotional practices. You know, the way I revere my deities, I'm really confident about my relationships with spirits. I'm really confident about, I'm really confident in divination and things. So what should I do? I should get better <laughs> at casting spells, look up resources, uh, learn how to write my own spells. I've talked about that on here. It's like, I know the basics of it, but again, like that, that's something that I could improve upon. Um, so I'm going to focus on that. So I'm not going to worry about, you know, do I have a book coming out or do I have this many followers or whatever? Because I know the next immediate goal for me is that spell casting that I need to get better at. So, you know, let's say for example, that maybe you um, are really great um, like herbology and stuff and you know all these cool home re home remedies and you can make all these oils and balms and you know what herbs to use for what and you're great at that but maybe you want to connect to a deity and you don't know how well then your focus wouldn't be on do I have as many tarot clients as someone else because your focus is going to be I need to work on my devotional relationship to spirits and then you go about that you would find out you know what deity or what spirit or whatever that you're trying to connect to learn about them bring about them figure out how they've been worshipped historically figure out what their devotees do and behave figure out what they like and don't like and begin to work on that relationship because that's the next step for you so i know that these are kind of like a lot of random examples and they're, they're not necessarily all the same but it's because witchcraft isn't the same um and the kind of witches we are, are all different you know my practice as a wiccan is not going to be the same as someone who isn't um, for example, so all of this is just to say, don't compare yourself to others. Don't worry about if you've hit this level of mastery that doesn't exist, because like I said to you, we all have something new to learn. 
No one has made it. No one knows everything there is to know. There's always somewhere that we can grow. So there's no such thing as like the master witch. There's no such thing as like the supreme or the whatever it is. Like, are there going to be people that know more? Of course, there's going to be people that know more, that have experienced more, that have been doing this longer. There's always going to be those people. But you know what? There's also always going to be people that know less than you do and that have done this for less time and know less things than you. So like we're all on this journey, just at different stages and that's okay. So there's not this like crazy level of I'm a master witch now that you're just going to hit automatically. That's just not how it works. That's not how witchcraft works. That's not how life works. Um, but I hope this has been encouraging and also kind of informative. I think that it's kind of just a way to correct some thinking that can end up limiting ourselves when we think that, you know, we have to attain a certain level of something that um, for one thing, isn't real, <laughs> but also that, you know, we've been kind of conditioned through social media to think that we have to have a certain amount of things, you know, and that can be a lot of things too. It can be, we think we have to have like these really aesthetic altars that have like this really heavy, like Gothic aesthetic. We have to have a lot of expensive looking fancy tools and altar statues. And we have to have the nicest, you know, athames and we have to have these really elaborate, expensive deity statues or whatever. And we set up these expectations for ourselves. because we think that that's a, the thing that's going to make us good enough when really the thing that makes us good enough is how we are treating ourselves and relating to the people and the spirits that we work with and doing the best that we can on our own journeys. Um, and I know that sounds kind of like cheesy after school special, but <laughs> it's true. It really is true. You know, I wish that I could go back and spend less time worrying about how much money I had to spend on this or how my altar looked compared to other people's or things like that. And I wish I had just focused more and spent more time and effort on being the best that I could be. So I hope this encourages you. I hope that you enjoyed this. I know this is a little bit shorter of an episode than usual, but that's kind of all I have to say about this. And um, I will see you all next week.